Welcome to Hypnotic History, the podcast about 20th century life in the United States. I'm Ashley. I'm Wendy. And I'm Logan. And today we're talking about candy corn. Candy corn. Love it or hate it? Hate it. I'm kind of indifferent, I N- guess. I'll eat it if it's there. One time I had like, a, it was like a maple candy corn. That wasn't too bad. Mm. It, it was a different flavor to it. I mean, I'll eat it and I don't mind it, but I'm not really going out searching for mm. it. So did you have candy corn money? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, we didn't really have candy corn laying around, but now that I'm out of the house, my mom has it all the time. That's um, weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now that I'm out of the house, they got money for everything now. Um, I think I was the problem. But They've got a Scrooge McDuck uh, swimming pool yeah. vault full of candy corn now. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm gone, they can actually afford things. But, yeah, they had... Um, now she does this thing where she takes candy corn and peanuts and, like, mix it mixes it up. It, it It's kind of nice. It tastes like a payday. Does she melt the candy corn? Is that no. how it's done? No. Oh, it's just the, like a trail mix. Yeah. And you just put it in a bowl and you eat the peanuts and the candy corn together and it tastes kind of like a payday. Huh, it's not bad. So, yeah, I'll eat it. And when I'm there, I'll eat it. But I don't really go out and look for it. So, but Logan, that's a no from you? It's a no. No. <laughs> don't, I don't recall having a lot of it growing up. I remember going absolutely nuts for it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But as an adult, I don't really like it. Mm-hmm. I guess I just liked the pure sugar taste, uh, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Uh, c- candy corn is a very polarizing topic. Uh, every time that it comes up, Logan likes to quote Lewis Black. Lewis Black, corn that tastes like candy. <laughs> and so I looked up the full quote so we can get it just right. He said, the worst thing about Halloween is, and I'm not going to like do an impression of Lewis Black, so if you want me to like scream into the mic, this isn't, I can't, sorry. (laughs) The worst thing about Halloween is, of course, candy corn. All the candy corn that was ever made was made in 1911. (laughs) (laughs) It does seem like candy corn is old-fashioned, and to some, it tastes like each piece rolled off the conveyor belt over a century ago. So I, I really feel what he's saying. In fact, a 2022 study that compiled and analyzed candy rankings across the web determined that candy corn is the worst candy. Really? I don't know. I'd probably put circus peanuts up there. I was going to say, I wouldn't go that far. I was thinking circus peanuts, too. I don't even know what those are. Hmm. I've never, that's never been appealing. I've seen those for years Uh, and never thought I wanted one. For me, it'd be licorice. You know, some, I don't like licorice either, but some people do like it. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah. nobody eats a circus peanut. Hmm. Who's buying them? By choice. Yeah. <laughs> I think that they, the government uses them to uh, interrogate people. <laughs> 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 Definitely worse than candy corn. Uh, a t- 2022 study, uh, or sorry, that was the one that said that they were the worst candy. Here's another study. NetBase studied social media posts about Halloween candies, and based on this, they labeled candy corn as both the most polarized candy and the candy that sparks the most negative feelings. (laughs) It does not spark joy. (laughs) Yeah. 
Nevertheless, the National Confectioners Association reports that 35 million pounds of candy corn are made every year. Mm -hmm. That's 9 billion pieces. Who is eating this stuff? but it sure is pretty to look at. Maybe they're just using it for decoration. Maybe. Well, apparently not everyone is uh, anti-candy corn. According to a National Confectioners Association survey, candy corn is America's third favorite Halloween candy. Mm. Any guess what's first? Um... I don't know, M&M's. Reese's. Well, you're both on the right path because they just said chocolate. Mm. So chocolate in general is the first. Generic chocolate. (laughs) Makes me wonder what's second. I don't know. Probably like a suckers or something. Maybe sweet tarts. Yeah, something Skittles. Like that. Okay, I guess there's a lot. I don't yeah, know what I'm talking about. <laughs> In 2019, the National Retail Federation estimated that 95 percent of shoppers bought candy corn during the Halloween season. I am part of the five percent oh. that did not. I have never bought candy corn in my life. Um, I don't think that I have. No. Mm-hmm. Well, who are Candy Corn's biggest fans aside from Wendy's mom? <laughs> I love making it's a your mom only. joke. <laughs> it's, it's her alone that's keeping the industry Probably. afloat. Yeah. <laughs> the candy store study, uh, and that's literally what they're called, the candy store. Their study of decades of, sa- of a decade of sales data revealed that Candy Corn is the top candy in Alabama, Idaho, Michigan, New Mexico, Rhode Island, and South Carolina. Oh, wow. It is the top candy. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I wonder if that's skewed, though, because they're a website, and so this is candy you would buy off a website. I wouldn't buy certain things online because I would think that they would melt or get damaged. Um, But I wouldn't worry about candy corn. Mm -hmm. So that might have something to do with it as well. Candy corn is popular enough to have its own day, in case you're wondering. October 30th is National Candy Corn Day. And coincidentally, that same day is Sugar Addiction Awareness Day. (laughs) That's synergy, baby. Yeah, it is. (laughs) And did you know that there's more than one way to eat candy corn? And I don't mean like, oh, put it with peanuts. I mean, literally... Literally, if you have the kernel of candy corn, how do you eat it? Okay. Do you, do you want to know how we eat it? Oh, yeah. Okay. This is why I had to stop eating candy corn. Because as a child, I had a lot of issues. And I would have to eat, like, one color at a time. So I'd have to eat, like, the top color. I don't know what the order it is. I think it's, like, white. Yes. Yellow, then orange. I think. I don't know. It's white, orange, yellow. White, orange, yellow. So I'd have to go... White, orange, yellow. I'd have to eat all the white, all the orange, all the yellow. Me too. Yes. I had a lot of issues. Me too. <laughs> and I, I was also an anxious child. Yes. Now yes. an anxious adult. And Same. I did that too. Same. It was very ritualistic. It was. It took me forever to eat yep. candy corn. And so I had to stop eating it yep. because I don't know how I would be now. Now that I, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I might be the same way. I don't know. But Logan, I'm going to guess you ate it whole. Uh, yes. Because <laughs> that's how you eat things. You will, I will nibble at something forever, and you'll just take a big handful yeah, no. and eat it, which isn't fair since I'm, you're skinnier than me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a hurry. Efficiency. 
Yeah, efficiency. Uh, Well, actually, Logan, you're in the majority. The National Confectioners Association polled people about how they ate their candy corn. And oddly enough, it seemed like every single source I read referenced this poll, but each one had different results. So I assume they were looking at different years. So I just used the most recent one that I could find, okay? Um, So it said that 33% of people start with the white end, like Mm. me and Wendy. 16% start at the yellow layer, which is on the other end. uh, And 51% eat them whole. Animals. I know. (laughs) Sorry, Logan. (laughs) In case you wondered what candy corn is, uh, like... I mean, I'm sure you know what it is, but what is in it? What's it supposed to taste like other than just sugar? I have answers for you. Do you all have any guesses as to what it's supposed to taste like? If they're really wanting it to be corn, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't think so. Corn that tastes like candy, I don't see it. I don't get corn from it. Um, I don't know. Maybe they just want it to be like a... They want it to taste like fall. I don't know. Do they want it to taste like some sort of? I don't know. But I'm not getting corn from it. It's described. The flavor is described as uh, vanilla-y. Okay. But there's also a marshmallow component. So it's sort of like a, a very sweet marshmallowy vanilla. Okay. Is the intended flavor? Um, candy corn was originally, or li- we don't know for sure, but it was likely originally made with sugar and corn syrup. And that made it a cheap alternative to marzipan candies, which required sugar, egg, and almonds. What's in the candy corn today? Mainly sugar, (laughs) uh, fondant, corn syrup, vanilla flavoring, and marshmallow cream. So they are not vegan. No, they are not. And depending on what variety of vegetarian you are, it's not vegetarian either because marshmallow contains gelatin. Uh, They are coated, and I'm sorry if I ruined your day and you just didn't know that. Um, Candy corn is also coated in an edible wax. This can be made of a few different things. Uh, Typically, it's carnauba wax or beeswax or sometimes uh, a mixture of both. Some candy corn is coated using lac resin, which is a secretion from a species of Asian insect. Now, this may sound familiar because we talked about this bug in our episode on Bakelite Mm -hmm. because these same excretions (laughs) were used to create shellac, Hmm. um, which is like a a coating that when it dries, it is hard and shiny. Um, So that same excretion uh, is sometimes used to coat candy corn as well. So yum, yum. I'm going to make everybody hate candy corn yeah, by so the I, end of this episode. I really don't want to eat it now. Yeah. Well, not all candy corn has lac resin. Okay. Some of it, it has some other kind of a wax used on the outside. Um, another difference. So we looked at how simplistic it started and then all these ingredients at today. Well, another difference between the original candy corn and today's formula is the coloring used. Okay. A 1950 outbreak of children who were developing welts, rashes, and gastrointestinal problems led the FDA to discover that orange dye number one was to blame. Derived from coal tar, 
The coloring was used in many foods, including candy corn, and it is believed that the sheer volume of dye consumed through candy corn was probably the culprit. Oh, wow. Because kids were just eating so much of it, Mm. and it contained that dye. Uh, The dye has since been outlawed, Mm. so it no longer uses the original orange dye. How far back do you think candy corn goes? Oh, my. Uh, If it's just sugar and... The original. Corn syrup and sugar. I'm going to say the early 1800s. What about you, Logan? How far back do you think candy corn goes? Oh, I don't know. Early 1900s. Let's meet in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it's more towards the 1900s. Um, It is believed to have been invented sometime during the 1880s by George Renninger, who was an employee of Pennsylvania's Wonderlee Candy Company. And after shortly after he made it, it started being produced by a different candy company. Uh, I have only ever seen it printed. I don't know how it's pronounced, but it's G-O-E-L-I-T-Z. I'm thinking Gerlitz, kind of like the playwright Gerda, who also starts with G-O-E, mm-hmm. but I might be getting too fancy. Maybe it's really just Golitz. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to say Gerlitz because it sounds better to me. Gerlitz Confectionery Company began manufacturing candy corn in 1898. This company, you don't have to worry about how to say it because it's not called that anymore, it is now Jelly Belly Candy Company. Oh. So much easier to say. <laughs> To honor their history, Jelly Belly now makes a candy corn jelly bean. Hmm. Yeah. Candy corn was a type of candy known in the 19th century as a buttercream. Buttercreams were very popular at that time, and they were often made into shapes that were inspired by agriculture and nature. For example, in addition to corn-shaped candy, Renninger also made buttercreams in the shapes of chestnuts, turnips, and pea pods. Turnips, really? Turnips. <laughs> the kids love them. <laughs> yeah. Hey, kid, like don't you want to eat a turnip? Candied tomato <laughs> no. slices or something. Candy green beans. <laughs> Candy green beans. How is that better? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of digging the pea pods, though. I bet those were cute. Yeah, but that was cute, especially if the pod itself was a separate piece, and then yes. you had three individual peas. I don't know why three. That's just my head. Let's bring that back. Yeah, that sounds really cute. Or that you could pop them out. Maybe the pea pod is kind of like a taffy or a fruit roll-up, and you can pop out the harder candies Love inside. It. Let's do it. I like it. Let's bring pea pods back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Candy corn was a novelty because corn was considered animal food at that time. So it wasn't like corn today where, you know, we eat corn. So it's just a candy version of this thing we already eat. That's kind of weird. I mean, I guess it's still weird, but people thought it was cute and funny because only animals eat corn. Mm. So it's like... I'm feeding you dog kibble or something. Yeah. In 1917, 86.3% of the 2.7 billion bushels of corn produced in the U.S. was used for animal feed. And less than 4% was consumed by humans. Um, Typically, people who uh, were not well off and not doing well, they didn't have a lot of options, would eat corn and corn-based things. Mm Corn was not a common human food until shortages of World War I mm-hmm. uh, made them look for other sources of things to eat. 
Playing up the novelty of corn as food for farm animals, candy corn was originally called chicken feed. Oh. It had a rooster on the box and the slogan, something worth crowing for. <laughs> That's really cute. I love it. <laughs> I imagine just getting a handful of candy corn and like tossing it out on the ground and making children <laughs> pick it up. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's, we'll do that for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> As they walk up to our door, just throw that on the floor. Like, there you go. Yeah. Get what you want. Here are children. What do you say to chickens when you feed them? I don't. Do you have to say anything? I think you say something <laughs> when you throw out the corn. You can tell I have zero experience. In this. I'm what? looking at Wendy because she seems like the type of person what that Mandela would know. What okay. effect are you getting right now? I have I have fed chickens a lot in my life, but I never had to say anything. You just shake the feed and they come running. <laughs> I think I'm thinking of pigs. You're thinking of pigs. Where you yes. go suey? Yes. But no, chickens. You just shake the feed and they attack you. <laughs> <laughs> So why do you have to say something to pigs? I don't think you have to say anything to pigs either. I think that's just a stereotype. I don't, I don't know if you have to say anything to an animal to feed it. I, yeah, I, it I just knows. They, they will eat on their own. I think it's like Pavlov's dog. As soon as they hear that food, I think they just come running. Yeah. Because that's always been my experience with farm animals. Okay, so if we're on the farm animal kick, then in addition to uh, candy corn, we need candy slop (laughs) i don't think you know what slop is we don't want that (laughs) but it's candy version let's go back to the candy turnips (laughs) you could make candy hay actually that would be pretty good it's called cotton candy oh there are haystacks that you make um yeah what are they okay so it's like you know the noodles that you put in salad it's like the it's like the oriental noodles you use yeah yeah um and then you uh Lomain. Yes, that's what I was trying to think of. And then you put butterscotch candy. You melt down like the butterscotch mm, candy melts. Mm-mm. They're so good. No, no. So you like pile up the noodles and you drizzle the can- the uh, melted down butterscotch um, like chocolate stuff over it. It's not chocolate, but it's butterscotch. And you pile them up and it looks like a haystack. So good. And then you call Suey. <laughs> and all the kids come running. And you throw the hay on the ground. <laughs> really, really, as soon as they hear the packages opening, they take off running. So <laughs> you don't have to say anything, I promise. Well, candy corn, or should I say chicken feed, was still popular as a chicken-based novelty uh, up until the 1920s. Because later 1920s packaging still featured a rooster. But the slogan had changed to... King of the candy corn fields. Because that makes sense. I don't like that as well. Yeah, I don't like that as much either. Renninger was so focused on making realistic looking corn that he actually tested candy corn on chickens. According to his grandson, Ken Renninger, when the chickens finally started coming after the corn, he knew he had the perfect shape. If he had the chickens fooled, then he had the right thing. (laughs) What do you think a piece of candy corn would do to a chicken? Um, I don't know. I don't know that it would hurt it. I don't know that it needs all that sugar in its I was system. Say, it couldn't be good. Yeah. Or else we'd already be doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it needs all that sugar in its system, but I don't think I don't think one would hurt it. Well, in addition to uh, being popular as sort of a novelty. In the first half of the 20th century, candy corn was also popular because it was a type of something called penny candy. Mm. These were candies that were sold for a penny or sometimes a nickel 
per bag. So you could pay a penny and get a little brown bag full of candy corn. Oh, I miss those days. I like that it's called penny candy, even though sometimes it's yeah. a nickel. <laughs> nickel candy doesn't roll off the tongue as well. Candy corn stood out from other penny candies because it was three colors. This was actually a very labor-intensive process because you had to layer each color individually at that time by hand. Mm -hmm. So here's how it was done. There were these workers called runners, and runners had to carry buckets called streamers that could weigh up to 45 pounds from the heat source that kept the candy melted to the conveyor belt where the runners would pour the melted candy mixture over the mold trays to create a single colored strip. Then they needed to do this for the other two colors before any of them cooled and hardened. Oh, wow. Because the fact that they are liquid in the mold and then cool and hardened at the same time, that's what holds the three colors together. So if you, for example, pour yellow you need to get orange and white down before the yellow cools. Okay. So you're running back and forth with these 45-pound buckets. I, that's why they're called runners. Mm. Yep. Because of the labor involved, some makers of candy corn began limiting production to March through November, and this was one of several factors that eventually linked candy corn to autumn. However, candy corn was originally popular for many holidays. For example, although its shape and color made candy corn popular during autumn celebrations, it was also popular at Easter, where it sat alongside edible farm animals. <laughs> so the fact that it was, you know, Easter, you have bunnies, you have chicks, um, having little pieces of corn, I guess, also fit in. Makes sense. Candy corn didn't actually become a Halloween candy until many decades after its creation. A 1951 grocery store ad says candy corn is the candy all children love to nibble on all year long. Do they? <laughs> <laughs> An ad for a 1957 issue of Life magazine features candy corn under the heading Brock's Summertime Candies, created for your summertime enjoyment. That just doesn't make sense to me because it has Halloween colors. I know. So I just can't picture it in the summer. We are, I don't think we've ever known a world <laughs> <laughs> where candy corn wasn't a Halloween food. Right. Um, so it's hard to think of it in that way. Yeah. Yeah. This same time period, however, the 1950s, even though candy corn was still being advertised as all seasons, it was also a time where they were making a shift towards autumn in general and specifically Halloween. The 1950s began a bigger push for candy advertisements during the Halloween season, and the decade saw a big spike in ads associating candy corn with Halloween. Another association between candy corn and Halloween came about because of trick-or-treating, and this was also probably why there was a bigger push for candy. The rising popularity of trick-or-treating into the mid-20th century led candy companies to create smaller portions of their candies in Halloween-themed packaging to be handed out as treats. Candy corn really didn't need to be changed at all, though, because it was already seasonally colored and it was a perfect small size. Mm. So it made it a great trick-or-treat candy. Yeah. I can't say I ever remember getting candy corn when trick-or-treating. I think I did. I feel like I have, or I did when mm -hmm. I was trick-or-treating, and I feel like my children have. I remember eating it as a kid, but I don't remember getting it while trick-or-treating. 
But apparently that's really what sealed the deal is that it was in addition to being autumn collars, it was also just already the perfect size for handing out trick-or-treaters. So there you go. Over the years, candy companies like Jelly Belly and Brock's, who, even though they were not the original makers of candy corn, now sell 85% of all candy corn. Isn't that interesting? Hmm, I thought it was. Um, So companies like this have tried new varieties of candy corn in an attempt to make it popular year-round once more. Because, you know, you always got to be growing, right? Mm Mm-hmm. For some reason, can't be satisfied with what you have. <laughs> 95% of people are buying candy corn this Halloween season, but you're not satisfied. you nope. got to have more gotta capitalism. Got to reach those other 5%. Well, I'm going to tell you about some candy corn varieties, and I want you to tell me whether it's real. Okay. Fall corn. Yes. Yes. Yes, this is marketed primarily for Thanksgiving and is orange-white, but instead of yellow, the final layer is a brown that is chocolate-flavored. Turkey dinner. Oh, gosh, no. No. True. The full flavor name is, this is a long name, turkey dinner and apple pie and coffee candy corn. Too much. Pick one. There Now... I was worried that this was going to be like that thing from Willy Wonka where you ate the candy and tasted the three-course meal all Mm. together, Uh, but it is not. There are six different color-coded kernels, so each one is a different flavor, and you know what you're eating based on the color. So these flavors are cranberry sauce, green beans, Mm -mm. stuffing, roast turkey, apple pie, and coffee. Mm. Ah, no, thank you. We're gonna have to look for this and try it. Okay, I would like to try it one time. Maybe that can be our first Instagram reel. Yeah, I'm wanting to start making reels, so maybe we can do one where we taste test these weird candy corns. What about reindeer corn? Yes, sure, yes, yes. This is marketed for Christmas and it comes in red, white, and green, but I don't believe it's mint, I think is the traditional vanilla e flavor. Christmas ham. Oh, yes. No. (laughs) Champagne. Yes. Yes. No. Cupid corn. Yes. Yeah, I got to try to extend the market to Valentine's Day. Yep, this is marketed for Valentine's Day, (laughs) and it is pink, red, and white. Bunny corn. Yes. No. I think that's what you end up sweeping up (laughs) if you have a bunny. Uh, This is a real kind of candy corn. It is marketed for Easter, and it comes in pastels. Freedom corn. Absolutely. No. Oh, well, they've missed the mark on that one. Desert storm. Red, white, and blue. I mean, come on, people. Why would we not have freedom corn? I know. We had freedom fries. (laughs) (laughs) Apple corn. Yes. 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 Um, Which tastes kind of like a caramel apple, I think. Pumpkin spice corn. Yeah, I'm sure that's out there. Absolutely. No, but we need it. We need oh. it, yes. I'll, I would eat that. Cin- or, let's see, cinnamon corn. No. Yes. Yes. Oh. Mint corn. No. 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 I like how you both agreed on that one. Yeah. Like, no, that would be very bad. I love mint. I think oh, I would eat mint corn. I love mint, but I just, I don't know. Uh, and the next one, maple corn. Yes. Yes. Yes, because yes. you mentioned uh, earlier in the episode that you had eaten it and liked it. S'mores corn. Yes. No. Yes. Oh. 
mystery corn. Oh, I'm sure it's out there. Yes. No, but it needs oh. to be a thing. Sour Patch Kids candy corn. Yes. 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 Corn flavored candy corn. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Uh, secretly gross trick candy corn. Yes. yes. No, and I'm really surprised because it's made by Jelly Belly. Mm-hmm. And Jelly Belly makes those nasty jelly beans where you don't know if you're getting the regular flavor or if it's like jelly bean roulette or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or if it's like something nasty. Uh, so I'm surprised they haven't tried this with candy corn. Giant candy corn. Yes. 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 And now we're going to move on from uh, pure candy corn to candy corn inspired products. Tell me if you think these products are real. Candy corn flavored popcorn. Yes. 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 This is Trader Joe's candy corn popcorn. Candy corn suckers. Oh, yeah. Yes. These are Charms brand candy corn pops. Candy corn marshmallows. Yes. Yeah, sure. Yes. This is made by Jet Puffed. Candy corn Kit Kats. Yes. Uh, Yes. Nope. Uh, Candy corn nerds. No. Yes. Yes. Mm. Candy corn Skittles. Oh, I'm going to say no. No. Candy corn M&M's. Yes. 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 And I think they're supposed to be like white chocolate candy corn or something Mm. like that, which is weird because candy corn in and of itself is a flavor. I don't know. Candy corn Oreos. Yes. 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 Oreos are like Monopoly. Mm -hmm. They come out in all varieties. Anything you could ever think of, Mm -hmm. there is an Oreo for. Candy corn Starbursts. Oh, I hope not. No. Oh, thank goodness. Candy corn Tootsie Rolls. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I like how sad you are. (laughs) Yes, of course, that would exist. So if you had to eat... A candy, a type of non-traditional candy corn. What would you choose, or would you choose original? Mm. I'm, I'm wanting to think that I got some flavored stuff like at TJ Maxx or something, mm-hmm. like s'mores or something, and it was pretty good. Uh, but the traditional regular candy corn, I don't think so. I mean, I don't mind the traditional, but now that I know that it's not vegan, I'm probably not going to go for it. We also didn't talk about the texture. There is something slightly yeah. off-putting about the texture of it, the mouthfeel. <laughs> I like the mouthfeel because I'm a deviant. Yeah, <laughs> I don't mind it. But if they would make a freedom corn, I'd probably get behind that. What would yeah. it taste like? Patriotism. Freedom. freedom. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I think it would be cherry flavored or maybe apple Freedom flavored. tastes like cherry. Yeah, but I think it'd have to be cherry, though. I'm thinking like a blue raspberry. Okay, I could get behind that. Maybe it could be like the Thanksgiving turkey dinner one where each uh, corn is a different color oh. and they have different flavors. So like red could be cherry, blue could be blue raspberry, uh, and then white could be freedom. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So why why have they not hired us to be like their creators because i feel like we can come up with something great i know we have some really good ideas and I, corn. I agree that their christmas one should be a mint flavor yeah it should it doesn't make any sense they really missed the mark on that one so i think that uh oh and i think that cupid corn which i believe is still the traditional flavor should taste like chocolate covered strawberry <gasps> that would be yeah or a chocolate covered cherry or mm-hmm. something like that Definitely a chocolate covered strawberry. Take notes, Brocks and Jelly Belly. You need We're us. just giving these yeah. ideas away. <laughs> you need us on your team. 
I think I've eaten the Thanksgiving fall corn, not the turkey dinner, but the one where yellow is replaced by brown. Oh, yeah. It's like a chocolate. And I kind of liked that. I've seen these different ones, but I've never participated in them. Now you're going to see them all over the place. Oh, yeah. Your mind is on it. And I may have to get them and participate, even though I'll be breaking my diet rules, but it'll be worth it. I'm too grossed out. I can't. (laughs) Uh, It's not to me. It's not even an ethical thing at this point. It's more of a gross out thing that I just cannot have gelatin. I know. I know. I understand. So always been a picky eater. It's a good thing I didn't know about this when I was a kid because I <laughs> ate tons of candy corn. <laughs> well, if you want to share with us your favorite flavor of candy corn or what you think would be best, uh, get on Instagram and let us know. And that's all for us today. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram by searching for hypnotic.history or by clicking the link in the episode description. Until next time, listeners, peace and love.